there, avid listeners. Thanks again for tuning into Sin's Workshop. Hope you are all having a wonderful day. So, today we're going to be talking about The Luminaries by Susan Dennard. This is a young adult, I guess you could say it's a dark fantasy, but it's also quite contemporary. It takes place in the town of Hemlock Falls, and it follows Winnie Wednesday. And she's part of the Luminaries. So, Luminaries is an ancient order that protects not just Winnie's town, but the rest of humanity from monsters and nightmares that rise in the forest of Hemlock Falls every night. You know, they rise with the mist. And, of course, there are seven, you know, I guess tribes, I'm going to call them tribes, um, seven distinctions, rather, in the luminaries. You have the Mondays, the Tuesdays, the Wednesdays, the Thursdays, the Fridays, the Saturdays, the Sundays, you see where that went. Um, and Winnie wants nothing more than to be a hunter for the luminaries. Unfortunately, before the start of the novel, her father was labeled a traitor and a witch because the witches are like the arch nemesis, nemesis of the luminaries. And so her family was sentenced to being outcast for 10 years, right? Um, unfortunately, this 10 years happens to take place during Winnie's 16th birthday and on her 16th birthday she is allowed once and only once during her 16th year to participate in the trials which will bring in new hunters she does it um, regardless of being an outcast or does she I really One of the best things for me regarding this story was Winnie's character development. She wants nothing more than to bring her family back into the fold. And I think what I really took away from this was that she, her eyes are opening up. You know, she went from having, you know, two best friends to having no friends to being part of a community to having no community. And now all of a sudden the community is like, oh, Winnie, we're so great. We're so happy you're back in the fold. And it's just like, we've been here this entire time. You guys have just considered us outcasts because of my father. Um, so she's really seeing the hypocrisy. And she was really growing into it, into her role as a hunter. And as a Wednesday, you know, I like that she's seeing that hypocrisy there. And I like that she goes from thinking, oh, yeah, I can totally do this to being like, I'm going to die, to just like, you know what, I can do this. No matter what, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. You know, she becomes quite formidable in her, I guess you could say, resilience. You know, her and her family have had to take a lot of shit for the past four years. And... She's done taking the shit. She is done. This was her chance, her opportunity to not just save herself and make her dreams come true, but to bring her family out of the bullshit that has, that does control this community. Now, I want to say, uh, I. I didn't know this was part of the series when I first picked up the book. Um, 
I wish I did. Because as I was reading it, I was just waiting for more and more to happen. That when I got to it, I was just like, when is more going to happen? What's happening? What's happening here? I needed more things to happen because Denner's writing, it's really good. But she raises lots of questions. She does have lots of plot twists. But nothing, absolutely not a single thing is resolved in this book. So, reader be warned, you might want to wait till the second book at least comes out before you read this, because now I'm anxiously waiting to get my hands on this book. I wonder if there's an arc I can get on Adelice. Um, imagine me just doing that right now, <laughs> looking for it. But I really... I like her writing. I do like Susan Dennard's writing. But I just wanted more from the story. And again, I think a lot of what I'm saying at this point, the fact that I didn't know it was part of a series when I was first gifted the book um, as an arc from the publisher, you know, on the it didn't really say anywhere on that notice, you know, the letter from the publisher that it was the first in a series. Maybe I just didn't read it carefully enough because I usually say. So I really wish I had known because I think I would have absorbed the book in a different manner. And I wouldn't have been like, what? when is something going to happen um, midway through? Because halfway through, and it's not a, it's not a thick book. It, this is not a long book. This is a quick read. This is a super quick read. Um, I just think it really did affect the way that I was absorbing the material and I really wish I I wish I knew now what I did not know then um, and I think I would have been even more tense when I was reading it <laughs> um, now as for the characterization Winnie is literally the only character who gets any character development um, None of the side characters get any character development, but you're seeing that there's a lot of potential, and I'm really hoping, hoping that these are just more openings that Dennard has created for her to develop in the second or even third book. I don't know how long this book, is, this series is going to be. Um, it just says contemporary fantasy series. It doesn't say it's duology or trilogy or quartet, just a series. So I'm not sure how long this series is going to be, but... I'm really hoping because <laughs> you're seeing Jay. I mean, Jay is very complex. You can see that there's some complexities to him, but he doesn't really get any development. He's literally the only one who refers to nightmares by pronouns versus calling them it's, you know, something other. And then you have Erica, her other former best friend, who's so pristine and perfect in every way. You could see the pressure her family puts on her to be perfect, or her mother puts on her, but then you see, like, her nails, you know, Winnie makes a point. Winnie is very observant. She makes a point to notice how her cuticles and her nails are probably the only flaw about her. And there's also, there's something off about both of these, about Erica and Winnie. There's some, not Winnie, Erica and Jay. There's something off about them. I think Jay is the kid from the, from the beginning of the book. I think so. Not sure. That's my theory, and I'm sticking to it. 
Um, but you know, overall, I wish that the book had been slightly longer, and I wish that there weren't so many questions left unanswered. That is what I wish, because it's just so much, and there's a lot happening, and there are lots of plot twists, that it takes away... I needed some sort of resolution, you know. I needed at least one door to be closed, not ten to be open, and for me to just be, like, staring into emptiness, waiting for something to come through. Um, So, you know, because of that, I have to give the book three and a half out of five stars. Um, It was really good. I really want to see the sequel. I do like Denard's writing and her character development of Winnie. I just wanted more from the story and I wanted more characterization to really flesh out some of the strangeness in those character dynamics because there's a lot of tension there that I want to see explored. So three and a half out of five stars. If you want to go ahead and purchase the book, I will include links in the description of the podcast to of where to purchase it. And on that note, I hope you all will continue to support me here by liking this podcast, subscribing to it, and sharing it with all your book-loving friends. You can also become a supporter on buying me a coffee with a one-time donation of a dollar or on Anchor FM for a monthly donation of 99 cents. Have a wonderful rest of your day, and as always, happy listening.